ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from Gadigal Land. This is ABC News Daily. If you've been to fill up your car recently, it's a rather unpleasant experience, with petrol prices now well above the $2 mark. And you might be very surprised to know why you're paying so much more. And hint, it has little to do with the war in Ukraine. Today, business reporter Nassim Kadem on the forces behind the price hikes and why petrol prices won't be coming down anytime soon. Oil prices are at their highest level since November last year. Petrol prices across South Australia have soared above $2 a litre. In the centre of Darwin, rising fuel costs are hitting hard. Like the, the price of fuel, was a, that was a killer. There's nothing we can do. Either we pay for it or we don't. We just dropped 100 bucks on fuel. That's a big change in our budget for the month. It's killing. It's killing us, you know. Nassim, let's chat about petrol because for a while things were looking pretty good. After big hikes after the war in Ukraine began, they seemed to moderate. Prices seemed to be almost reasonable for a while there. Yeah, that's right. You may remember earlier this year that prices did fall dramatically. In July, petrol dipped to its lowest level in months. And at that time, the national average price of unleaded petrol was $1.75 per litre. And if you were shopping around, you could find even slightly cheaper prices than that. But it was a far cry from the high petrol prices we've experienced in the first half of the year and last year, where we saw them hitting above $2 a Leader, mm. and we're back at that level now or above that level. All right. So we enjoyed this period of reprieve. Oh, how we dream of $1.75 per litre, Nassim. Wow. So it was down around that level for, for a bit. It was pretty good, but it did not last for very long, did it? It didn't. So petrol prices have um, been hovering above $2 per litre for about a month, and that's the highest they've been since Russia invaded Ukraine. The national average reached $2.01.7 as of Sunday the 10th of September. Mm. So that's marked the fourth week in a row that prices remain that high in the five major capital cities. So it's a worry for individuals, but it's a worry for businesses as well. Like I had spoken to uh, Paul Mance, he he runs a flower delivery uh, business. We try and absorb it as much as we possibly can. Um, however, you do get to the point where you cannot do that all the time and you do have to pass that cost back onto the customer. When petrol prices go up, it really does have a big impact across the board. Partly, of course, because trucking goods around the country is pretty expensive already, and if fuel prices are high, it's even worse. That's right. The ABC spoke to Warren Clark from the National Road Transport Association. He says prices are already being passed on to consumers. There's still many, many businesses out there in our industry that are really struggling with the cost of fuel. It's their biggest cost and there's just no way around it. If they can't pass it on, then they're basically going out of business. 
And Nassim, there's no relief from the government anymore, is there? It's all dried up. So really, we're feeling the full force of these price hikes. There's no avoiding it. That's right. The fuel excise, that's the tax you pay on fuel, was temporarily reduced by the coalition government uh, between March 30 last year and September 28 last year. So that's for six months. Australians will save 22 cents a litre every time they fill up. Whether you're dropping the kids at school, driving to and from work, it will cost less. But it cost the government $5.6 billion in lost mm. revenue and the relief has since ended. So that's also contributing slightly to the higher petrol prices that we're seeing. Yeah, all right. So no more relief for now. Yeah, that's right. Nassim, let's talk about what's behind these higher petrol prices then, because there are a couple of things going on here and they have nothing to do with the war in Ukraine, right? Let's start with our rather weak Australian dollar. Yeah, so the weaker Australian dollar against the US dollar has basically increased the wholesale price for petrol. It's increased that by about four cents a litre. The dollar has been in decline since July, falling below 64 US cents last month. It's, it's at about that right now. But there's been some concern it could fall to around the 50 cent mark against the greenback. And a weaker dollar does make it more expensive for us to import fuel, which thereby drives prices up. So the weak Australian dollar is part of why petrol prices have shot up. What else is going on, though? Well, this is where it gets really interesting. It relates to OPEC. So OPEC is the organisation of the petroleum exporting countries. It was actually first formed in 1960 in Baghdad in Iraq, and five countries, Iran, Iraq, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia and Venezuela, signed up as as it was seen as a sort of challenge to Western energy They restructured the global system of oil production in favour of oil-producing states and away from dominant Anglo-American oil firms, which were known at the time as the Seven Sisters. Mm -hmm. And this was to bring some degree of stability to the world oil market. So they agreed to coordinate energy prices to ensure a fair price for their exported oil and a steady supply to the market. OPEC now has 13 members. Uh, They're led by Saudi Arabia and they're mostly based in the Middle East, North and West Africa and South America. Right. And OPEC also works with more countries, doesn't it? It does. So in 2016, when the cartel was getting worried about America's influence over the oil market, and that's because the US has been increasing oil production, production of shale oil specifically, OPEC signed an agreement with 10 other oil producing countries. And this included Russia, creating what's known as OPEC plus. And together, these 23 countries now produce about 40% of the world's oil. They meet every month, so sort of like a central bank. And then that's when they decide on their production targets for the months and year ahead. It's referred to as a cartel for good reason, because it can fix prices. Uh, And by cutting production and reducing supply, they can keep prices high and they argue steady. Right. So this is a group of the world's big oil producers and OPEC plus is considered to be a cartel because the members have a strong incentive to keep oil prices as high as possible 
And Nassim, as I understand it, they do this by reducing supply. That means they make more money while fuel prices rise. That's right. Brings us back to today. What's happening? OPEC plus countries are what? Cutting supply. The OPEC group recently announced it will scale back oil production by more than a million barrels of oil a day, and that was on top of existing cuts of 2 million barrels a day agreed to in October last year. The move also comes off the back of Russia's decision to maintain its ongoing production cut of 500,000 barrels a day for the rest of the year. So this move was made over fears of a possible worldwide recession. Mm -hmm. A Saudi energy ministry official says the move was a precautionary measure aimed at supporting the stability of the oil market. In other words, if a recession were to occur, OPEC would be oversupplying the world with oil and that would crash the price of fuel, which Mm -hmm. they don't want to happen. We've seen the price of oil now go above US $94 a barrel, and that was after three weeks of gains. And some analysts fear it could reach more than US $100 a barrel in the coming weeks, which obviously means higher fuel prices. And that's a 30% surge since June. So OPEC plus countries say they're reducing supply in case there's a worldwide recession. But it seems like that's a pretty lucrative decision for the countries involved, but not very good for us in any way. As the price pressure on everyday Australians increases, the members of the oil cartel further benefit. So the United States Energy Information Administration, uh, which puts out statistics on this sort of stuff, estimates that OPEC members earned around $888 billion US dollars oh. in net oil export revenue last year. And OPEC Secretary General recently told CNBC that they're actively open to recruiting new members to better coordinate the amount of oil they produce in an effort to influence prices. Well, Nassim, I guess the question is, how long should we expect petrol prices to stay high? And who's making sure we're not paying more than we actually should be paying? In the past, there has been concerns raised about unspoken collusion in the industry uh, and that petrol retailers were basically lifting prices during holiday periods. But now the ACCC has a close watch over uh, fuel prices and the best thing to do really for a consumer is to shop around before you fill up. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, they're going to stay high for a while. Analysts are predicting that oil prices are going to keep rising, as I mentioned, and that will mean fuel prices are going to hover above the $2 mark in the weeks to come. And inflation, of course, it seems like it's just starting to come down. So what do these high petrol prices mean for inflation and mean for the economy? It's not great news for inflation, and Mm. we're yet to see how that sort of pans out. The CPI data will be coming out uh, later in October, but the high petrol prices can be passed on to retailers. Higher petrol prices obviously don't help with that overall inflation rate. And if oil price shocks last long enough, it could put pressure on central banks around the world to keep lifting Mm. interest rates. And then that actually, you know, increases the risk of major economies falling into a recession. 
Mm. So none of that sounds particularly good, Nassim. Perhaps we'll just start walking, forget the petrol for now. Oh, well, there's been reports a lot of people have cut down on the amount of petrol they're consuming now. So I think that's going to be a story that continues to play out. Nassim Kadem is a business reporter with the ABC. The International Energy Agency has warned the ongoing supply cuts made by OPEC Plus could create a significant supply shortfall, risking ongoing price volatility. This episode was produced by Bridget Fitzgerald, Nell Whitehead, Anna John and Sam Dunn, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer is David Cody. I'm Sam Hawley. To get in touch with the team, please email us on ABC News Daily at abc.net.au. Thanks for listening. <laughs>